this weekend um what was it saturday evening saturday evening i was uh cooking and cleaning in the kitchen and uh my wife called me into the living room you know my sister-in-law and her friend was there those those that that trio right there is phenomenal i could kick it with them like all the time if there's like if there's a group of women that i want to be around it's definitely my wife my sister-in-law and her friend. Um. Anyhow, she had called me into the living room and we were discussing some things about, uh, basically how she helped me get through or continue to help me get through the loss of my parents and things like that. And you know, it was just a couple of questions that rolled out. Um. You know, like, you know, what did what did she do back in the day? Uh, what does she do currently and things like that? And, um, you know, I honestly, you know, I, I mean, it's, it, there's things that I could throw out there that I did throw out there. Uh, but mostly I think the main thing is is something that the person just got to deal with themselves uh, because, you know, you never fully heal from it. I've never gotten a whole, you know, eventually time will heal off. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, I'm still I'm still emotional. I still get emotional. It's still rough. It's still painful. It's hard to deal with. Still causes a lot of stress. Um plays a big factor in in um in sometimes where I'm um depressed, you know. And and I'm not and it's not often that I am depressed. You know, I have my moments just like everybody else. Uh, I tend to deal with it. Uh, I don't, I'm not saying that I do a great job of it, but you know, I, I, I handle it the best way I can. I do stress a lot because, you know, I, you know, I'm the head of a household and it's, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty difficult task, um, day in and day out. But the reason why I was, uh, I, I'm bringing it up is because um, an idea was sparked to actually tonight. But you know me, like, if I haven't already described how I, I wouldn't necessarily say close I was to my mom, but just how dear she was to my heart, um, what she meant to me in, in my life, the times that we shared and, you know, it and so on and so on and so on. Uh, it's rough. And it's like I would do anything just to, well, what I explained Saturday evening, it was like, seriously, sometimes I would have to um, sit, in, sit in total silence. You know, most of the time when I'm driving home or to work, you know, it's a long commute. We're talking about an hour, an hour and some change, you know. 
And within that time, I'm either playing a lot of music or podcasts or listening to the Laker game on the radio if it's on while I'm heading to or from from somewhere. And, you know, that's that basically keeps me occupied while I'm on the road. But then there's sometimes, man, where I just sit in complete silence because I try to hear my mom's voice just to remember that tone and the way she said it when she called my name. And things like that, and it's just you know, there's something that I just have to do. You know, I the from the moment that I buried my mom, um, I never really went back. I ain't gonna say well, yeah, I never went back until I had to to go visit her at the cemetery because it's just not my thing. It never was my thing. Uh, people have their beliefs on going to the gravesite and sitting next to the tombstone or whatever and talking to them and things of that nature and you know i do my thing by sitting up there from time to time talking to my mom and i always end up uh you know i always end up bursting in tears and you know looking all weird and and ugly on the freeway um it is what it is but i never i never adopted the whole going to the cemetery and sitting there and taking flowers and stuff like that i think it's a cool thing it's just something that i didn't do uh, and I, and one of the you know one of the main reasons is I stayed away from the cemetery because it would bring up a lot of emotions, and and I was you know emotional wreck, you know I I I like I said I probably mentioned before early on in the podcast when I was talking about my parents <sighs> that when my mom did first pass away when I got the news you know a lot of people was calling me a lot of people was around me and things like that because they thought I was on you know they put me on suicide watch notice you know and I, and I and I can see why they would think that but no I wouldn't I wasn't that out of it you know um yeah it was it was just it, it's just tough you know and I, like I said I never adopted the whole thing of going to the cemetery and doing anything like that. Uh, and I have done it before with other people for them, but not necessarily with my mom or my pops. And um, and I'm actually closer to my pops um, all the time when I'm working because I work in L.A. and he's buried in Compton. Whereas my mom, I pass by the cemetery every time I go home and every time I go to work, I pass by. She's in Rose Hill and Rose Hill I'm not sure if Rose Hill is the largest in California or if it's just the largest in the L.A. period. I think Rose Hill is probably like one of the largest cemeteries in the <laughs> in the country. But she's definitely she's definitely up there with uh, my grandfather. And recently, as of this year, my auntie. And uh, and that was the second time that I went back up there was to bury my auntie. And she was not too far from my mother. Um. And it was it was it was rough. It was rough. One of the just you know cemetery, uh, cemeteries, funerals. Just just you know how it is. You know how it is. But I you know I'm a I'm a creative person. I am. I I, I don't sit up there and try to um, you know I don't speak on it as much. My 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 creative talent shows at times. Uh, but but I'm. My creative side is a bit too much for me at times to where I start thinking of random things that I think is possible. Um, being creative, you have, I'm not sure how different my nightmares slash dreams uh, or daydreams are different from 
someone that's probably not as creative, but I can tell you is very vivid, um, very colorful, uh, nightmares and things like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, uh, and the reason why I said that is because I've always like, it's, I, I'm smart enough to know that we just don't know everything. We just simply don't know. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a good story. It's a great story to sit up there and say, yo, my mom is in heaven. She's looking down at me and things like that. This is what was taught to me. But I just don't know. I really don't. And I, will, I would hope in, it, to believe that one day we do reunite. That would be the best thing ever. And I feel like if we all knew that, then dealing with death would be a little bit much better. But we actually don't know. That's why we're all still afraid of death. That's why death still bothers us. Because not only is it the sight of seeing one dying or seeing someone dead, but it's also the idea of not being able to talk to that person again or see them again in that form, this, that, and the third. But not knowing that if you will ever come in contact with that person again. That we don't know. The Bible says different, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if the, I don't know if the Bible would, and I don't want to get into that, you know. I don't want to get into that. Uh, I'm not for, uh, it, 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 look, I don't want to get into the whole religious side and things like that. And, and, and by default, because I don't know no better. And because I ain't going to say I don't know no better, but by default, because I don't know as much, yes, I claim the Christianity title. You know, it's certain things that I like, certain things that I agree with, and certain things that I grew up off of and was raised off of. Uh, you know, and like I said, it's on everybody else to do their research and it makes them feel better, whatever they believe. But at the same time, I will hope that in the future, you know, and, and, and by the grace of God, may I live a long, and I'm talking about a long life to see my kids grow and to have kids as well and my grandkids and see my grandkids have, grand, you know, uh, kids and things like that. And that's just goals, right? That's just life goals right there. <sighs> but in the meantime, you know, if that was to happen, that's so far away. And even though... Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, like th this shit is moving. Yeah, I still remember what happened in January and February. I still remember Black Panther. You know what I mean? But here we are, you know, less than less than two months away from you know the new year. So. I, I remember having, you know, in my old phone, I kept my mom number, um, my father as well. And it, it, it was just something uh, to hang on to. It's a lot of items that I still have that belong to my mom and uh, as well as my dad. And that's, and that's just all I have, you know. Um, you know of course, I still got uh, pictures here and there. Grandmother has some pictures and things like that. But... Um, it's like I want more, you know, because I miss them. And I know everybody might be different with death, you know, and some people still have their parents or some people have lost their parents or a parent and dealt with it different. And the things that separate everybody is that 
the relationship that you have with your parents. And I can't I, I, I can't stress that enough because, you know, uh, I run from it. I don't deal with it. You know, when when I was actually talking to my wife and my and my sister-in-law about my mom and things like that and how my wife would help me handle it and things like that. One thing I forgot to mention was I do run from it and I've been running from it because what they did know at the time was I that was the longest I've ever talked to them. That was the longest I've ever talked about my mom without tearing up or crying. I try. I tried to train myself on talking about my mom without crying, and you know, <laughs> ten years later, it it still doesn't work. It still it, it hasn't happened because just before I walked into the kitchen, I started crying, which I don't even think they knew. And the reason why is because I told them one of the one one of the most painful things that I've heard, and I heard my grandma say this a couple of times, is that. When I hear my grandma say something like, I miss your mom, that tears me up inside. It tears me up inside. And I had to turn around and walk back in the kitchen and start crying. I had to. Uh, Because to describe my grandmother, she's a very, very, very nice person, goes to uh, church every Sunday. I don't think my, I've never heard my grandmother say a, 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 a bad word. You know, she was just one of those. She was raised different from from El Paso, Texas, I think. Um, she's just nice. You know what I'm saying? She could talk your head off about anything. And But the one thing is I've never seen my grandmother emotional. And what I mean by that is I've never seen my grandmother cry, ever. And she's buried her husband. She's buried her oldest daughter, her oldest child. Period. You know, she's buried both of her sisters. You know, and I mean, she's outlived her parents. You know, so look that look what she's been through, <laughs> and I've never seen this woman cry. But the most emotion that I've ever seen or heard is when she said she missed my mother, her, her which is her daughter. And, and 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 please believe she lo- she talked to her sisters for as long as I've been knowing my grandmother, which is thirty five years. Uh, so far, she's talked on the phone with both of her sisters every single day. There's there, there's not a day where she didn't talk to her sisters on the phone. And I remember the last convo with my auntie Ella. Uh, I remember she said that. She said, she said, I think it's time. Um, she said, I'm going to, ma- I ain't going to make it. And she was, and she said, just hold on, wait till I get there. And my auntie Ella, uh, she hung on. She hung on when she got there. And my auntie actually passed away, you know, uh, when my grandmother got there, but she made it. And, um, yeah, that was a, uh, it's a lot of stuff that play into it, you know. Uh, I've mentioned before. I mentioned before that um, 
my mother never had a, uh, you know, she didn't have girls. She had three boys. She hit the jackpot. I always say that as a joke. She hit the jackpot. She had three boys. Uh, and so when I had my first daughter, I had my first daughter back in, um, actually it was, <laughs> it, it was the same year she had, um, she was in the hospital same year she had passed away. She seen a picture of her, but never seen her in person. You know, um, my, uh, my daughter was born in 2008, but in, um, in July, and my mom died in August, same year. So she only seen a picture of my of my oldest daughter, and as far as my youngest daughter, which a lot of you guys know is Bailey, never got to meet her, you know, or anything like that. And she actually never got to meet my wife either, and my wife came to the funeral. Uh, that hurts. You know, that hurts. Because uh, I just know the, the relationship between them two would have been just phenomenal, man. Just phenomenal. Because, like I said, my mom always wanted a daughter as well, you know. And then she would have had, you know, basically she would have had a daughter and three, uh, two granddaughters. Well, actually three granddaughters because my, my brother Corey had a daughter as well so she would have just you know three sons and then we all kick out them girls including my wife you know um but like i said to get back to it it all it's just a lot of stuff that goes on because my auntie ella there's a picture of my auntie ella side by side with bailey and they look alike and you know because bailey has this thing where she looks like both of her parents and we joke around and say you know she looks like me and then my wife says she looks like her uh, but she does favor my side, my mom's side of the family, that high banana, light-skinned side <laughs> that my grandmother and my auntie Ella possess. Um, but it's just a lot of stuff that ties into it, man. It just makes it so, you know, so difficult to deal with. And it's just something that I just never could, I never could think of something creative to where, I could maintain a level of just being just sane all the time uh, until I seen something on the Internet one day that said, you know, instead of just cre uh, uh, cremating yourself or being buried in the ground, uh, you know, those being the top two options that we have that you could be um, you could turn yourself into a damn tree. <laughs> we could plant you in the ground. And you could be a tree. I actually think that's a cool idea. I really do. I mean, I don't think I don't know if my wife is rolling with it, but I'm rolling with it. And I know I've heard, well, what if you move? You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. And I get it. But my goal in life is I want to have that house that that stays that that just stays put and and generational families can live through it. And I want to be that tree. I want to, I want to, I, I pass away. And by, like I said, by the grace of God, I make it to my 80s, 90s, and our triple digits. The day my clock stops, I want to be planted in that ground and I want to come out of that ground as a tree. I do. I do. Because I know how important it is to, 
I know how important it is to lose someone, but I have have their remainings, whether it's some clothes, whether it's a, a basketball or some some near dear uh, that that is just, you know, that would keep me keep me smiling. And I know that would be something uh, that would be something excellent for the kids, for my wife and things like that. I like it until tonight where I was watching Black Mirror season two, episode one. Be right back. It's about it's about a couple though. There's a couple, and um, of course there was a sex scene in it. The standard there, but it all plays into what I'm about to tell you. And the guy passes away. Now, I'm not sure, and look, I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't even finish the episode. I'm halfway through it, and I had to stop, and I had to start recording now because the ideas was fresh. And so what this episode thus far was telling us is that there's a there's a service where they collect their online data from the person that passed away. They collect the online data to create his personality, the way he would talk, the way he would respond, this, that, and the third. Basically, his personality from his interaction on social media to where you could chat with that t- that particular person. So, in a way, it's really not him, but it's his personality, right? So... A friend was at the funeral telling this, telling a lady about it. And, it, of course, you don't want to hear anything weird like that during a funeral. You don't. You just don't. Honestly, you want to be left alone. Um, and, I, and I feel her on that. But, you know, as time went on, she seen it in her email. She called her friend crying and things like that, calling it weird. But she tried it because she was curious. And I understand that feeling because it's something that I would do as well. That's what I want to get at. I'm crazy enough to do that. And I'm crazy enough to go beyond that, which I'll get to in a minute. But she she signed up for it. Where Actually, her friend signed her up for it already. She had, I think she just had to fill out the the profile and things like that. And so what happened was she went online, used her laptop and her phone and all his videos, I think it was his videos from in her phone, she uploaded onto the laptop uh, to the service and they collected all that data to create the, to create his personality as accurate as they can. So then after that, um, you know, she's texting him, uh, not texting him, but online going back and forth, going back and forth. And it's showing bits and pieces of his personality. And then he said, upload some photos or, or no, upload some videos with me talking and things like that. So it can gather my voice, the sound, the tone, the sound of my voice and the things that I would say. Therefore, I can call you and we can talk on the phone. That was crazy. That's when, mind you, throughout this episode, even though I'm only halfway through, I started to cry a lot, actually, Um, because the first person that popped up in my head was my parents. And so 
after I, I shortly after she uploaded these videos with his voice with his voice and things like that he called her and they started to talk on the phone she got used to it and then this where it got a little creepy and when i mean creepy <sighs> well this is what i mean by creepy um he started to get more and more authentic as far as the, you know, within their conversation. And then he mentioned that he would send her something. Um, oh, by the way, she ended up being pregnant as well. Um, and so he ended up sending her something and it was a box. Uh, well, not a box. It was actually uh, a phone I guess it was a foam cube or foam box or whatever. Uh, same shit that they would ship dry ice in. If you ever had to, if you ever shipped dry ice or uh, or organ, you know, transporting some organs or something like that, you need a lot of ice around it to keep it cold. Well, apparently there was a repl- It was a body replica of him inside there, folded up. To me, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm scared. But at the same time, I'm nosy enough to figure out how this shit is going to work. Because I'm not going to lie to you. If I see my mom or my dad folded up in the in 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 a, in a foam like that in some ice and some or some I think it wasn't even ice, it was like gel, some shit to preserve the body and stuff like that, right? Um, I'm going to freak out and I might even pass out, throw up the whole nine. But she was the the instruction was she had to carry this goddamn body to the bathtub and pour some electro what is it electrolytes yeah the electrolytes inside the bathtub and wait I'm not sure how long it was uh, but she did wait for a while and then he you know but at, as this is all going on she's still talking to him on the phone. And then eventually he says, look, I have to go, uh, but everything will be all right. And then he started giving her instructions. But the creepy shit is the phone started going out. So she couldn't really understand what was going on as he was telling her not to do something or to do something or something like that. And then you could just hear the body moving upstairs, get out of the tub, open the door. You can hear all of this. And this nigga comes downstairs dripping fresh out of the tub and that's where i stopped it you know because it, not only did what did it look exactly like him of course it's a show but you hear what i'm you know where i'm going with this not only did it look just like him she's appalled but the personality was right there <clears throat> and i don't know i guess this is a question that i can ask my listeners as well as share my my interest on this is that I would do that. Lately, I've been asking a few shows about sex robots, right? Because it to me is just an interest. Is it's just a funny topic. I don't have any interest in in sex robots or dolls or anything like that. Um, I'm not judging anybody that that would get into that type of stuff. But it's just crazy how I see the world going. Um. But this right here, <laughs> I definitely would get into because I miss my parents that much. And then the sad part is, not even the sad part, 
the great part is I will go even further. You know what I mean? I wouldn't just stop at my parents. There would be people that I've lost, you know, other than my parents that I would want to see come back because that's the major thing is I want them to come back. Now, in the back of my head, this is a possibility that that's the wrong words. I know that this is not the real them, but this is the closest thing to them. Will it be the same? No, because I know in the back of my head what I just did. I, you know, I just got this, I just dumped this body in the bathtub, filled it up with some cold water and poured the electrolytes in the water and it went to work. Um, but it was something I would try, but I, I, I will say this though, I'm okay with not doing the whole body thing, but I'm definitely fine with texting back and forth. I said a long time ago, and I'm not even sure if I said this on the podcast is that I think I would deal with death a little bit. I think anybody would deal with death a little bit better if we were able to still text, not necessarily talk because I think that would crush me all the time getting off the phone. I think every single time I was able to talk to my mom, my dad, my grandfather, my friends that passed away, every time we were getting ready to get off the phone, I probably would break down and start crying. All the time. Even if I know there's another opportunity for me to talk to him again. So I think I would be fine with just texting. As long as I know the personality was just still there. You know? Um, yeah, man. Um, I, I think I'm going to go, you know, after this, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch the rest of it. But I'm in pain, y'all. I've been in pain for 10 years. You know, so for me to think that crazy, yeah, maybe I am crazy. I haven't even smoked anything. You know, and alcohol don't get me this way, that way because I don't drink alcohol like that. And I don't drink alcohol to get drunk. So I'm totally sober, but I miss my parents that much to where that idea was like, yo, this shit could really happen. Like the technology, we need that type of technology to where we could just gather information. I mean, if they got, if they got, if the technology is at the point where they're recording all the, 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 you know, my, my internet traffic, where I'm going, what I like, the interests, places that I go to. And then next thing you know, the ads is popping up similar to, to where I've been, you know, looking. I'm pretty sure they can create a service like that. You know, and, and look, 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 I don't see nothing wrong with it. You can call me crazy, but it is what it is. I think it was a great idea. I I think that that show thus far, you know what I'm saying, halfway through, that was a, it's a phenomenal episode already and I haven't even finished it. You know, I don't know if there's a dark twist to it or anything like that. All I know as of right now, she went through the necessary steps to get back to the closest thing uh that left her. And that's all that matters. Um I got to tell my wife about this. But I will say this before I, before I end this episode, that no matter what, when you lose someone that's close to you, that you adore, that you love so much, 
Um, let me keep it a stack with you. You'll never get over it, ever. That pain will stay with you forever, as it should, because the more you love them, the more pain it is. You just have to figure out how to deal with it in your life. You can't deal with it like how I deal with it. You can't deal with it how everybody else deals with it. Everybody struggles with their own pain. You got to know how to maintain it. You have to you have to figure out the medicine to 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 keep that pain from flaring up. Cuz it's going to stay that way. It's always going to be an open wound, but that pain from time to time will flare up and you have to be on it. And sometimes you got to let it flare up and sometimes you got to cry because that is the best medicine. Truth be told. So I don't know what happy ending you're looking towards uh, unless your religion is uh, unless your religion preaches that you'll see them at the end of the tunnel, which I hope that's true. But during that, in between that time, it's pain. But at least I love you. And you'll still have access to me by the grace of God. (sighs) All right, y'all. Talk to y'all next week.